0: Welcome to The Manifest Podcast, your weekly dose of manifestation inspiration. I'm your host, Sarah Prout. I'm a best-selling author, manifestation expert, creative entrepreneur, and mother of four. My mission is to help you manifest the life and business of your dreams, and I am truly honored to have a global movement of manifestation inspiration that has touched millions of people in over 170 countries around the world. Each episode is designed to remind you that you have the power to create your own reality and manifest your dreams when you connect with the energy of the universe. So join me every week as we dive deep into the world of manifestation and unlock the power within you to manifest the life you have always wanted. Are you ready? Let's start manifesting. Hello there and welcome back to another episode of the Manifest podcast. I am so excited to be able to spend this time with you for a couple of reasons. The first is because I feel this overwhelming sense of gratitude that we get to spend this time together. So however you have carved time out of your day to spend with me, I I love that. I'm just so excited that we get to talk about all things manifestation and law of attraction and the subtle energetics that it takes to close that gap between intention to manifestation so as you guys know or if you are new around here i'm going to just explain very briefly how this show works so more often than not i get behind the microphone when i feel that nudge of inspiration I see it as somewhat of an intuitive download or a transmission where the things that need to come up will often (laughs) often come up and I don't have an idea for the title of the episode or the content until it is ready to make an appearance and so this has taken a lot of training over the years to really refine the art of guiding the messages that need to come up as they feel called to do so so today's episode is on navigating the energetics within our environment and how of course our environment can heavily influence the manifestations and the patterns of success that tend to show up in our lives so i have just spent At the time that i'm recording this the last i think eight days it was it was a few days ago that my parents left but my parents visited from australia and my dad lives in melbourne and my mum lives in queensland they've been divorced for oh my gosh over 20 years now I, i think my son was about two when they got divorced so i was 22. they were married for 27 years and if you have read my book be the love you'll know that it was quite a creative, uh, eccentric upbringing where I spent a lot of time in galleries and studios because both of my parents are very artistically gifted. And in fact, that was the way that they brought money into the household by selling art and being really hardcore entrepreneurs. (laughs) So the unique opportunity I had was I'm staying right now in the Hamptons, which is a place that I don't intend to leave. I want to stay here full time if I can. We're trying to figure out the details of that right now. But it is so beautiful here during the fall that I really wanted my parents, both of them, to see them. So instead of saying, hey, Dad, you come first, and then Mom, you come afterwards or vice versa, I thought (laughs) in a crazy kind of way, what would happen if I hosted them both at the same time? We've got a big enough house, right? We've got like six bedrooms in the house. And I thought, you know what? It'd be perfect if they were willing to come out here and spend this time with me. And so. I was curious about what would happen energetically because I have, and I'm sure if they hear this, I mean, it's not like I'm talking behind their backs. I'm talking to thousands of people right now and I feel comfortable sharing this and I'm pretty sure they would as well. We all of us, the four of us in the proud household that I grew up in with my little sister and my parents, we have all had to kind of scatter to almost like four corners of the globe to process the dynamic between the four of us because it was it was a lot I won't label it I won't say oh it was toxic it was awful because it wasn't our household was filled with so much love but what it did give us was unique dynamics and personality traits and of course every family has that I'm sure anyone listening to this can relate in the way that you grew up the relationship dynamic changes over time and so for me I Just had my birthday which was on the first of november i just turned 44 and that was the first birthday that i had spent with both of my parents in the same space since i was 21 years old so i think just prior to them splitting up and so it brought up a lot of inner child work to have my parents at my age that are divorced in the same space so there was this beautiful unique opportunity for healing and I wrote about this actually on my Substack. Um, so if you want to check that out, you can. <laughs> I wrote it kind of as a, a private, real time emotional journal of how it felt to wake up. And then one specific dynamic that I mentioned in that article, and I'll link to that in the show notes, is how I took on the role of comedian that I kind of anticipated almost on a cellular level that my parents would start fighting, which I, I mean, they're grown ups, they're friends, like it's cool. But it's like that cellular memory of being a little kid that wants to control the dynamic. And then I realized that I can't do that. So there were some extra details there about that. But it was a wonderful, wonderful time filled with so much laughter so many magical moments of you know them experiencing the beautiful color changing of the trees here in sag harbor you know it's like the beautiful yellow trees and the golden light kind of poking through to my parents seeing deer for the first time and we went and we stood on the atlantic ocean and we watched the eclipse the lunar eclipse from the bay here and it was just so wonderful and so during that time (laughs) on the first night and i won't go into a whole bunch of like um super personal details but let's just say there was something within my intuition that was activated especially on the first night i had a little bit of a cry before i went to sleep and i kind of drifted off and it was like there was this feeling of peace that oh my gosh i'm under the same roof as both of my parents and because you know my parents They're getting older well you know my dad's he'll be turning 77 this month and and my mom's 70 next year they're not old by any means or stretch of the imagination but life is you know the years do tick by and on average i see them once a year i've tried to maintain that you know alternating their trips every year but this year i thought I'd, i'd do that together as as a gift to myself and I just have to really take my hat off to my parents for their willingness to travel all the way from the other side of the world to here because it takes like 25 hours I think door to door it's a lot and so during that time uh, I took them you know to all of the places of interest here that I absolutely love and we went to one specific place which isn't written about very publicly so I want to be really careful about how I frame this up and there's probably going to be some supportive articles and things like that, that I write about this specific location afterwards. And I know that sounds very mysterious. So last it was this year, actually, it was this year in May that we came to stay here in this house. We were um, working on a new project and I received like very clear, intuitive, intuitive messages to go to this specific place. And I thought, okay, Where are the ley lines in New York? And I think this actually might be might be the theme of this episode today. I'll see. I I don't know. I'm feeling guided to share a little bit more than I was going to. So where are the ley lines in New York? And this was back in in May. And so I uh, Googled it and there wasn't much about that. But there is a ley line that runs through the tip of Long Island in Montauk to right through Connecticut and it's called the Hamanasset line. And so if you don't know anything about ley lines, it's almost like there are chakra systems, energy systems beneath the earth, if you believe in that kind of thing. So for instance, you have probably heard of Sedona in Arizona, which is a place that I love to visit quite regularly. I usually go there three, four times a year. And it's just to energetically recalibrate there is a sacred energy there and for many spiritual teachers they believe that sedona is the heart chakra of the earth so there are all of these energetic signature patterns these ley lines underneath the earth in the earth like the specific geolocations of something so for instance you've probably heard of stonehenge in england this is a very sacred site for the druids who were these magical beings you know that existed thousands of years ago and they would gather there because of the magnetism that the earth holds that specific convergence point so this is taking a little bit of a radically different turn than most of my podcasts so bear with me so i looked up the ley line in new york and i'm like whoa okay so is there like a specific spot that would amplify the energy that would need to be activated within my own field and within my own system for manifestation for creativity for inspiration and i had to do some digging but it turned out that there was a convergence point in montauk on the Hammond asset line called Council Rock. And there wasn't much information that I could find on the surface about this rock. It was in Fort Hill something. And so I Googled, of course, Google is so fantastic as a spiritual resource for so many of us, that kind of thing, you know, following that white rabbit, how do I go down that rabbit hole? And so what happened was, I looked it up, and it turned out it was in a cemetery, an indigenous cemetery. And this is what where it kind of gets a little bit like spooky and like way too serendipitous. So I started hearing the guidance, the inner guidance that told me that I needed to go and activate this line. And so I followed. The hunch this is how my guides my intuitive mechanisms tend to work that yes i hear signs and i receive symbols and messages this is one of the reasons why we put in signs and synchronicities in the dear universe journal so that you can record it remember your intuition is like a muscle the more you pay attention to it the more it will work for you With the caveat be willing to be wrong because you know you can (laughs) make yourself sound crazy you know like doubt your sanity for sure when you follow these intuitive nudges and whispers but be willing to go on the adventure right it's like putting together big pieces of a puzzle that when you step back from it it looks really cool (laughs) and you can do things with that energetically so i found this rock and i went up to the rock in uh, we drove through this cemetery and there was a rock and it had this sign on it that said the tribes that used to live here on long island would um meet there and gather there and it has like a uh, a meaning for the summer and winter solstice and how it casts the light and the shadow and apparently and there's only a very few amount of articles written about this online that people have seen spirits of the indigenous people around the rock or they have heard drumming or they have seen flames coming up of the base of the rock now it's this giant quartz rock pretty much in the middle of nowhere there's no you know bells and whistles it has this beautiful sign there to commemorate and to honor the indigenous people uh the 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 local tribes that used to gather there and there's a local uh, indian cemetery there as well and there's something about this convergence point. So I thought this time around, I would take my parents there like, okay, Sarah, take my parents there. So the first time I went, we drove in there and there are so many deer here on Long Island, these beautiful deer. And there were like these deer that were just staring at us and they were, they were chilled out and relaxed. I have this relationship with deer that I feel this spiritual kinship where they are like, spiritual messengers or signs from the universe it's like i have these interactions with these nature guides right and so when i went into the cemetery we saw the deer the first time and then the second time i thought what are the odds that this is going to happen again and sure enough there are a whole bunch of deer they grazing on the field and it was just so beautiful to go there with my parents that both felt the energy of this sacred place And I just knew that it was something that we had to experience as a family, as like a recalibration for our ancestral energy, our family energy. And, you know, this specific place has so much history around it. But specifically to go and visit a ley line with my parents, which I don't think that I've ever done before. Now, I know that there are ley lines everywhere in the world. Um it is possible that i went to one when i was little like prior to the age of five i know we went to greece when i was four or five we lived there for six months and we you know did all the like touristy kind of stuff but there are some sacred ley lines in those places and so when we bring a sense of reverence to these sacred sites to the bigger picture at play the people that have lived their entire life story you know, from birth to death, the cycles of life and death. And we can honor the wisdom from that energetic imprint. This is where, uh, where the intuition starts to gain some momentum and some speed. So that happened. And, you know, my parents, it was fine. It was great. And the next day, it was on the day that they were leaving, I believe that. Sean woke me up in the morning. He's like, Sarah, you got to come and look at this. And we have like this big back deck that overlooks the pool. And it was, I think, two days after the eclipse. So the moon was relatively still full and we looked up in the air at the moon and it had this huge halo around it that almost felt like a portal. And so we were taking we're like, what is that? I'd never seen a lunar halo before. It's quite rare. I mean, it's as rare as when we went out on Halloween and I ate into a Kit Kat that didn't have a wafer in it, kind of rare. <laughs> uh, I don't usually eat kids, kit cats, by the way, or chocolate. I'm kind of <laughs> but I do sometimes on Halloween. So I'm celebrating my birthday. Um and so that seemed like a sign from the universe. Another one. It felt like a portal. And this, so on the the first night that my parents were here, I had like this visitation from You know, an intuitive being, intuitive nudges, and then on the final night was the moon. And then that seemed to be like the closure of the cycle and the energy that I could take from that wisdom. And so what I encourage you to do is look for the places that you have in your immediate environment. That's how I kind of started this episode with the spiritual energy that you can harness from your environment and it usually comes from nature and this is one of the reasons why I am currently absolutely loving living here in the Hamptons because of the amount of trees there are more trees than there are people there are more uh, turkey I think I've seen more turkeys today than I have people I mean that's kind of cool isn't it and I went to a supermarket (laughs) Um, but that's not realistic for many people built in well that are built into the system that you know it's a. A city or you might live in a suburban neighborhood it's just not realistic but what you do have access to is nature you can experience your feet on the ground you can look up at the sky you can you know go to the ocean you can look at the hydroponic tomatoes in the supermarket you could smell them whatever senses you have access to when you access those senses, it amplifies your intuitive faculty and your intuitive energy. And so when it comes to visiting ley lines, for instance, you have more um, intuitive access to the containers desire to be expanded. Now what I mean by that is we all are spiritual beings here having this beautiful life experience we're here to you know how some people say that life is a playground or life is a school you're here to learn i don't actually agree with that because i think that it's so much more than just learning it's about experiencing so i believe that we're here as human beings during these lifetimes as human physical incarnations to experience and we're here to expand because that's the nature of the game. When you expand, you get to experience more. You get to open the portal, so to speak, and let more of these delicious human experiences into your field. But they cannot be activated unless you have a willingness to really pay attention to the things that bring you joy. And on a really simplistic level, to pay attention to gratitude. And so, for instance, there's so many people in this community that have seen me go to Sedona, and they write to me and they say, "Sarah, I love Sedona. I always, I always sleep really well there. I have the best dreams, or I, you know, I went to, I go to activate my crystals there, or I see the best intuitive there, or Reiki healer." And to me, it's just the reminder that there are these sacred lines of energy that we can tap into. Same works with our astrology, for instance. So I've taken a keen interest recently in something called astro cartography. This is a branch of astrology where you put in your name, birth date, birth time, and birth location. And this software, it's on astro.com. I believe if you go there and you put in the, it's a, it's a free report. Anybody can look it up. You put in locational astrology and then put in all of your details it will create for you a map with all of the major influences from all of the different planetary influences of where are the most harmonious places for you to reside and this doesn't mean that you have to pack your suitcases and go and live on your astrocartography cartography line however you can access that line remotely by thinking about it so for instance and people ask me this all the time Sarah why do you keep going back to Las Vegas my abundance line is like it's there (laughs) so if I want you know to be more public and visible and things like that I need to channel that energy that's on my line that runs right through Las Vegas My um, other line, which is a love line, I think it's the Venus line uh, of like happiness and contentment and peacefulness and creativity and, you know, where writers and artists are supposed to live that are on this line trajectory run straight through Long Island. In fact, all four of my family members right now. Sean, Lulu and Ava, we have those lines that go through this line. If there isn't a line that runs through it, it just means you can create as you wish. Now, a lot of my major lines don't go through Long Island, (laughs) but there are just, there are so many different ways that you can intuitively guide yourself to align with that energy. So for instance, if I want to tune into the energy of Sedona, the beauty of the land, the depth, and richness of wisdom in that beautiful red dirt of those red rocks like I can feel my hand on the side of the the rocks or I can sense myself climbing or going on a hike or whatever it is right the more you can get to that space internally of being able to do it remotely the more you're mastering the matrix of your current reality. So this is this is how ley lines work you you might be called to go and visit a ley line to go on somewhat of a pilgrimage. I mean, look at all of the beautiful religious sites around the world. There are, you know, in, in the, the Catholic faith, there are people that are called to Rome every year. There are people that love um, Egyptian history and they're called to go and visit the pyramids. You know, there are, there are so many other examples. And of course, the world is a little bit, not a little bit, it's, it's in a bit of a mess right now with the conflict. And I won't go into that because I'm not going to talk about politics. You won't hear me talking about that. But I will say that we need to steady our energy within and access these the energetic helpers that we have, the non-physical helpers that we have, our connection to the divine, to God, source energy, the universe, to keep our daily practice so that we can remain more centered and more still to amplify the powers of our intuitive faculties. This is the best way to manifest a life of meaning rather than, you know, expecting it all to just kind of fall in your lap. It's actually the essence of inspired action. Um, one of, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've been talking for 20 minutes, that's amazing. <laughs> um, one of the things that I'm really passionate about isn't just sharing with you. You know, people ask me all the time or the headlines that you might see for lead magnets or sales pages or blog posts or even getting to this podcast. It's usually like, you know, manifest anything you want in 2024 or, you know, that that's a headline we have on the DearUniverse.com sales page right now. But it's the how to do that. How do you go about it? How do you amplify the energetics so that you can raise your vibration, raise your frequency? And for those of you on any kind of a spiritual path, you know, you've probably already been through some of the hardest steps, or you're currently going through them, that an awakening that takes place requires bravery and strength and vision and belief beyond what you can see. So I'm going to leave you with that today. Thank you so much for being here with me. I know this was kind of like a a rogue topic that went through energetics, family healing, family dynamics, and then of course, ley lines. So I would love to write an article about this specifically Council Rock in Montauk so that if you ever do find yourself on Long Island at the end of the world, as it's known in Montauk, that you can go and visit um, and experience it for yourself. Because remember, the purpose of life. The purpose of manifestation is to experience. All right, I'm sending you so much light and so much love. Thank you for being here. Bye for now.